Stormward and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. In pursuit of a stolen magical object, Stormwood and Associates Field Team 623 stepped into a tear between realities and vanished. They found themselves trapped in another plane, facing a reality that was not their own, and driven to avoid dark forces they don't understand. And so Team 623 finds themselves leaping from world to world, striving to put right what they find wrong and hoping each time that their next jump will be the jump home. Stormwood and Associates stars Celeste Startwin as D, Gen Proc as Obi, Trey Dorn as Amy, and Becca Johnson as Liz Stormwood. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. So, uh, alien future colony world colonized by people from Earth, though. This is the planet that the Meat Grinder Season 3 was going towards and uh, successfully got there, and that's fine. The Bellerophon, the ship from that season, is sitting at the middle of Bellerophon City, the capital of this colony world. And, uh, yeah, so the team ended up at a medieval-themed theme park. Uh, run by Fiona, of all people. And, uh, yeah, they they were there. They were checking it out, and suddenly there was an explosion in the middle of the city. The uh, big Bellerophon spaceship, uh, an explosion happened. And then a second explosion happened. So right now the team is uh, at the theme park, because that's the evacuation point. So where else are they going to go? And uh, Obi has suggested, since the theme park is open... Uh, that they uh, go see the queen, and uh, everyone's pretty certain that whoever the queen is, it, it's it's going to be Fiona. It's 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 Fiona. Still. <laughs> oh man, if it's Fiona, then it might be you know, like it, if we're because I was going to say if we're going to see royalty, I'm going to throw something at them. But it, you know, I won't do it if it's Fiona. Because sometimes I'm nice. Well, and also Fiona has access to unknown powers that, I mean, because we've, like, Mindy's super powerful, right? Yes, she is very powerful. Right, and we have to assume that, like, because Mindy would compared, Mindy compared, like, Fiona to being at her level that, Fiona is also super powerful, so I think that pelting her with stuff is probably a bad move. Yeah, she literally believes herself to be a god. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's why... Mindy isn't like that. She seems to to think the whole thing is kind of cringe. Fiona believes herself to be a god. She still does. Lots of people think they're gods. I... One time I was on some okay, but really, she has the power really good shrooms to back it and I up. thought it was a god. She has the power to back it up. How do we know if we don't, if, if she doesn't, if she wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, she's not going to erase our memories or send us sliding through time. Who knows? I mean, we're already. Also, I mean, she's giving us a free hotel room, so I feel like pelting her with stuff would just be in bad taste, even if she wasn't a god. Pelt. That too. I'm not, look, I. you're all good reasons. But normally, I, I just, you know, I don't get an opportunity to pelt royalty with stuff. Are you honestly telling me that if, if we ran into, like, a real-life king or queen, you wouldn't want me to throw something at them? Um, depends on the situation. And the particular monarchy. Any of the ones from our world... I, well, okay. So the British, you can just any version of the British. I'm fine with you throwing things at. 
But I feel like that particular title gets used by like other forms of like royalty and governments where like it might be in bad taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need to be taken down a peg. What I'm saying is that we need to define the kind of monarchy it is before, you know, because like look at like Padme in Star Wars episode one where she was elected queen and they have terms. And like, yes, it's weird to elect a child to government, but it is still a democratic society, you know. I think that's that, a weird planet. Yeah, well, right. I think that says more about the Naboo populace than it does their particular system of government or the queen herself in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. No, that, I'm that's just more speaking on something weird inherently weird is. about the people. Not to get meta, but I'm, we really get philosophical on this thing, don't we? For <laughs> for for an action adventure story, <laughs> we got a lot of philosophy on here. I feel like in many ways our lives have more developed into the um, emotional relationships between other people than the particular action of the adventure we're on. Well, especially when, like, in this particular case, we're not allowed to do the adventure. Like, oh, I'd love to go explore okay, the we're talking about us now ship, and not, but... not your Star Wars? Okay. Well, it's... Obi, this is my thought. Just because that's not our adventure doesn't mean there isn't an adventure for us here. <gasps> You're right. We gotta go see the jousting. You know, if you think about it, if we were at home and there was a massive explosion, we would, while we might try to help people, we wouldn't be the ones going in. We are the ones who take I'm, care of hmm. the stuff that authorities don't notice. So we got to scope out the grounds and find things that they don't notice. Exactly. And maybe see the queen and see what's up with uh, that. Okay. All right, fine. Let's let's see how it goes. Do they got maps of this place? Yeah, there are there. Are, you you saw one earlier. There's like a big like, well, uh, you don't have like a, a portable like personal map. It looks like people are using like screens on their devices for that. But there are like you are here maps around. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Always gonna go and and scout out the the map and see if there's like. Here's where the queen is, but he's definitely looking for where the jousting is. Yeah, no, the 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 jousting yards, um, they're uh, yeah, no, the the jousting is a so it's obviously this is um to remind you this is laid out kind of like a medieval or renaissance like it's again a hodgepodge of no particular uh specific period. It's like a movie idea of a fantasy world, mm-hmm. right? So there are things from various time periods, really. So before any historians. You know, go like that's not medieval. I'm like, I know it's not. That's the point. Also, it's a ren fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like a ren fair, but it's also like this is like walking into this place is very immersive. It's like if Disney made a ren fair. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So, um, and I think I said there were rides earlier, but I don't remember what they were. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, there's a there's a jousting yard, like a jousting arena, um, off to in in one direction. There is a obviously there is the castle, um, which does have posted hours in which you can see the queen. Um, what was that reaction? That was Obi's excitement okay, at good. seeing that there's <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's a castle and you could go see the queen. Yeah, because they were just talking about seeing the queen. Yes, yes, there is a castle where you can go see the queen. Guys, we can go meet the queen! She, she's presumably, unless unless it's Fiona, she's probably not an actual queen. Just, you know, you know, someone who works here. I know what I mean. theme parks are. You don't get excited when you get to see Mickey Mouse, Liz? Um, I, I'm i sorry. I thought the point was to 
be on the lookout for, you know, the things they can't see. Yeah. And who would know better about the things we can't see than the queen? Not the real queen. <laughs> also, That's there's this point. beautiful thing called multitasking. Liz, do you have okay. any other ideas? They're blunt, but they got a point. I suppose not. I guess you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And Why not the I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Like, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to shut you down, but I don't have... Obi wants to go see the queen. I don't think... I don't have a better idea. I also want to go see the jousting and maybe a few of the rides. Yes, I'm sure the rides will have a lot of clues. Wait. The ride's going to have clues? No, the rides are not going to have clues, D. <laughs> Let's just go and meet the queen. All right. Too late. already have the ride clues idea in my head. All right. You guys, uh, you guys head into the park. The castle, of course, is near the center. Um, well, the center, like, so it's, it's weird. Cause remember this place is like divided in half. Like they haven't built half of it yet. And they were keeping up the illusion that it was there with like a hologram and that's turned off. So as you walk deeper into the park, it's like this massively immersive city that like is perfect. And like the stone streets, and then every time you look to like, every once in a while you look to the left and you just see a refugee camp in a field. <laughs> <laughs> Is what else are they gonna, you know? It's, um, and so yeah, it's uh, the castle sits. So the castle, the castle's complete, and it's at the center. And so half of the castle just has like grass around it, and the other half has kind of this, like, and it kind of like it. It isn't like just a sudden like cut, and it's like perfect city grass. It's like kind of a gradient in the stones of the paving out there, and so like. As you get closer to the castle, uh, the the central infrastructure for the park is more and more built in the the towards the center. It's just just more like the like the roads have been installed here and the plumbing and all of that, but they haven't built the buildings yet for the for the other half of the town. Um, and actually, as you get closer to the castle on that side, you see like kind of the the more command tents because it's where because they have all of this like power electricity plumbing set up for buildings that aren't there yet the uh the refugee camp is kind of taking advantage of that infrastructure um and this that this entire like all this infrastructure stuff at the park may be the reason why they're using this as an evacuation point um as as you approach the castle it's this large large castle there's a there's a large portcullis and crenellations this is very like Victorian fantasy of medieval castle. Hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. How much do your characters know about like architecture or like castles in history? Uh, D watched the movie Excalibur when she was too young to watch it. Okay. Um uh yes. Um I ruled an 8, so um I'm going to say that Obi's a bit of a nerd. Okay. Liz probably had like a phase of that, yeah. Okay, so the one thing just the only thing that I'm going to point out because you don't expect this to be historically accurate to anything, right? It's just that at the center of the castle like the, the center of like there's like a central spire that looks like it's made out of like blue crystal. Like huh. it's it's not really like it. I mean, it looks cool. It looks really cool. Like it, it's it's just like doesn't really quite feel medievalish. Oh, that's neat. Which part? The big blue crystal sticking out of it. Is that not supposed to be there? No, that's not usually that on is, castles. No, that's, that's no, not a normal no. thing. I'd like to detect spooky. Um, it might feel a little spooky. It's not like it. It it feels like maybe magic was used to build it, but it still feels like right. it's an architectural element. Like it's not okay. a device or a, like a 
Like, it, it feels like something that was made using magic, but is not, like, inherently doing anything more than any other wall or ceiling. Okay. Does it remind me of anything else? Um, well, let me think. Roll me a d10. Nine. Okay. I'm going to say this. Okay. When you were in the wilds so, so long ago, and you were in, like, that pawn shop where you got your translation crystals, there was a snow globe. And in that snow globe was a very similar-looking building. Oh. Okay. I feel like I've seen that before. Huh? Seen what? Yeah. What? Seen what? What? What part? Well, the. You've seen a castle I mean, the... before. I mean, it's a pretty distinct ca castle with the big I blue guess, crystal sticking out of it. I guess the castle. I. I mean the the castle, yes, but specifically the the crystal, but also the castle. Yeah, it's it. It looks like the same castle. Yeah, but I remember most yeah, right, right, right. of the yeah. crystal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so back when we were on the in the wilds our first alternate world uh -huh. there was a, a snow globe with this in it oh what the shit okay okay I mean, I mean Fiona's from the wilds yeah she was you know her people used to rule the wilds. Yes, they did. She is co-owner of a theme park. Yes, she rules this world. So she rules over weird. this medieval world. Feels weird. Mm-hmm. Does Obi know um, that she called herself like the win the queen of the Winter Court? You it was mentioned. It was mentioned. Okay. Maybe this is her winter court. Yeah, it's possible. Uh -huh. Do you want to go inside? Yeah. <laughs> Different call to adventure. Let's do it. It's. I mean, it's literally open. Too late assigning meaning to the meaninglessness of my life. <laughs> yeah, Obi's trotting right in. All right, you enter the grand hall of this of this building. It is the architecture is high ceilings, you know, large open space. There are a number of uh, like there are guards who are dressed in far more regal looking attire than the like the like the quote unquote town guard characters who character actors who are walking around out by like the market. And, uh, yeah, you end up walking into a, uh, there is a queue line for getting your photo taken with the queen. Yes. <laughs> and, Obi uh, is in the line. He's at the back <laughs> of the line, hopping from one foot to the other. There's, there's not a ton of people in this line right now. It's a lot. A lot of people are more concerned with stuff going on than like going to see the queen. Um. So you like there? There are like a couple of people in front of you, but this is this is not the hot spot to be at right now. Like as you guys walked by, like the restaurants were hopping, and like people were you know walking around out there, like um. Not a lot of people are going to do necessarily a lot of the touristy things while they're here. It's they were just, mm -hmm. you know, eating places because the food places were open. You know, and they had food. Right. So as as uh like you walk in, you turn the corner and you are in a throne room. 
There is a throne that looks as though it is constructed of dark blue ice and gold. In it sits Fiona, dressed in a deep blue dress with a dramatically high collar. It is silk. It is regal. It is... It, it's a it's a fucking pretty dress. Um, <laughs> her her crown appears to be made out of ice crystals and uh, or crystals designed to look like ice and sits high and she looks every bit the queen. There are guards who stand by her sides, and there is a. 18-year-old in an ill-fitting costume going, All right, uh, so so uh, I need to scan your wristband for credits, and uh, you'll have, you'll have uh, about a, a minute photo opportunity with the queen. I'm going to hang back. <laughs> Obi sticks his wrist out. Yep. Scans. Thing. She also sticks her wrist out. Amy will hang back with Liz. And Obi will run up and kneel before the throne. <laughs> Your <laughs> Highness! A Amy just looks at Liz and says, I want that dress, though. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's a very pretty dress. It would look great on you. Right? And, yeah, so Fiona looks down at Obi... Rise, Sir Obi of Chicago. Obi stands up, uh, hands on his hips, big grin on his face. You know, you, you just saw me like an hour, like two hours ago. Yeah, but now you're a queen and it's cool. He wanted to meet the queen. Yeah. That's... Okay. Okay. Absolutely shocking we, we, when we found out it was you. I, that's, it's a pretty good gig you got. I had the hat already. She's just like gestured, like nods towards the fact that there's like this 18 year old kid in the room. It's like kind of trying to give you that face of like, eh. um, a little hover photo thing pops out of the ground like a small drone that's a camera pops out. Hello. Would you like, when you are ready to have your finger I'm going to take that second take. Everybody, we're recording this on a Monday night. I work today. We're all wiped, but we got to get this done. Christmas is playing hell on the schedules. We're going to pretend I, we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to do a second take, but you're going to hear the old take because that's the reality of playing a game with me right now. Hello. When you are ready to have your photo taken, please say cheese. Uh, D and Obi, you are standing there by. Obi is gonna <laughs> like. Limburger. Yeah. Obi's gonna put up like double peace signs, big grin, leaning, like getting way in with the with the queen with Fiona. Cheese! You hear a little shutter noise? Thank you. Your photos will be printed by the door. The drone disappears back into the floor. And while he's next to her, he's gonna, like, whisper um, to Fiona, Is this what your winter court look like? Uh, uh, just one, one second. Uh, Chester? Chester, uh, the kid turns around. Yeah? Is is there anybody left in line after these people? Uh, no. Uh, not right now. Could, Chester, could you, could you close the line temporarily and give me 15? Okay. And the kid trots off and you're just alone in this giant throne room with Fiona and some, like, guards uh well obi um 
This is my winter court in exile. <gasps> I, I want to point out, she only sent the, the like, there are, like, regal-looking guards in the room. She only sent the teenager out of the room. So Obi's assuming that they're part of her court. Are they part of your court, too? I, I mean, they're... I mean, they're 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 my guards. They kind of just like both nod. They're not not all of. They're, I mean, they're 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 Fey like like I am. Is this normal to have this many Fey in a population this size? Uh, n n no, um... Did you... There was... Diana, did you, did you... Okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, what's what's your question? Did you gather a bunch of fey together to uh, get on a spaceship uh, so you could establish your own... Uh, your own you know, little, little kingdom? I mean, it... Did I get a bunch of... My, did I did I get all of the members of the Winter Court and um, of my people I could find and gather them onto a spaceship that was bound for the stars and less likely to be found um, by uh, in, in a world in a universe where they've colonized a lot of different planets and um, the, uh, the that I could build myself a new court without having to conquer anything or take over anything, or I could just build it myself and also provide employment for people. And, you know, yes, I did. Okay. There were about 500 of us on the Bellerophon. You were on the Bellerophon? That's, that's how most... That's how most of the most of the people on this, like not all of them, but a good chunk of the people on this planet's ancestors came over a couple hundred years ago on that. Huh. Yep. Okay. We 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 have more than the original five hundred. We had like some have come on later ships, but yeah. Yeah. So do you know why it's blowing up now? That I don't know. Um, okay. I I don't know if this is a surprise to you, but I know a lot about um, a lot of things. I know a lot yeah. about um, governing. I know a lot about um, politics, negotiations, uh, foreign policy, and I know a lot about having to make how about how to make a really damn good margarita. But I don't know how spaceships work. Like, I know how yeah, they work no, in the sense fine, that, like, there's a fine. big engine that goes and we get in the thing. But, like, I could not build you a spaceship or tell you why a 240-year-old spaceship or whatever blew up. Okay, okay, but better question. Do you know who would want to blow it up? Yeah, Just throwing that know. out there. It's, it's old... Maybe they want to, like, redevelop the land it's on? I hmm. I don't know. It's there's there's so much land on this planet. It's it's a big planet that had no sentient races on it. So like everywhere was up for grabs. There is hmm. no there is no like logical reason to want any piece of land on this world when you can just go get a different one that's just as good. Like in, in another like couple hundred years, maybe like the resources will be more located in a way that like matters. But right now, it is it is a frontier that you don't have to kick anyone off of. Hmm. Wild. Which is why we which is why I I finally, you know, after centuries of after thousands of years, I mean, because you gotta think, I've the we left the wilds like over ten thousand years ago. This that's why I waited till now to build a new winter court, a place, and and the wonderful thing is that 
because we're all here. We can communicate to anyone else in the Winter Court instantly. In every world. Mm. It becomes a network, a hub. And we do a little pageantry. I mean, yes, I am the queen of the Winter Court. And yes, these these men here are acting as my guards. But, I mean... Bill, have you try have you had to like do any sort of actual guarding of me in the like 200 years you've been here? Uh no, not not really. No. Eat, eat get a nice turkey leg at lunch. Yeah, no. It's Mark, how about you? Nah, I'm I'm good. Yeah, no. It's we put on a show. I'm a mascot and a bartender. But it's nice to... If I want to be a mascot and a bartender, it's at least I'm going to do it in a place that feels like home. I get that. Hmm. Hmm. Took forever to get the crystal right. <laughs> that one tracks. Damn it. So that's why you saw it in the snow globe on the Feywilds. Obi says to Liz. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's still standing. It's just occupied. Mm. It's the Grand Hall of Goblin Affairs. Grand Hall of Goblin Affairs. Yeah, it, it kind of sucks when someone takes your house and turns it into a bureaucracy like if they turned it into like like I feel like I wouldn't be offended if people were living in it yeah no that's fair like if someone is like if you if you get kicked out of your house but someone keeps it as a house it's like okay well at least it's somebody's house or like many people's house whatever I mean it's but to turn it into like it's a beer and it's mostly storage that's just a waste. They keep files there. Oh, I hate this. I hate this. Okay, okay. I'll be, I'll be okay. Like, oh. <clears throat> I'm just saying, like, people complain about monarchy and that is fine. You know, it's... If you don't have a voice in your government, I understand. But when the thing that replaces it is worse, what was the point? Like, we were a world ruled by four courts. Four equal courts. The spring the summer, the autumn, and the winter courts, each with equal power. And the Fae and the people in those lands had could petition and... Like, look, I get it. Like, it's just side-eyeing D. Like, I get that it's not your ideal form of government. But the people were free. We had free speech. Anyone could, we might not do what the people asked us to do, but we wouldn't punish people for having, you know, for disagreeing with us or having an idea that we didn't like. Like, I'm not saying that we were perfect, but I'm saying that a single dictator whose personal whims set the policy for an entire world, like, that's worse, right? Yeah, yeah, you should get rid of the dictator. It was just get get rid of the other thing too, you know. Yeah, both can get I thrown mean, out. Honestly, I don't I don't really care if I'm in charge or not anymore. I just want to not have to hide anymore. I want to be able to I am right now 
standing in a bar in the Feywilds, hundreds of miles away from my old home. I am in a bar, and I am perfectly fine being a bartender. You know, Kor is at my side. I am... People ask me for advice, ask me for help every day. Which, by hey. the way, that's the fun part of this job. There have been other monarchs with weirder hobbies. Well, no, but, like, I don't need to be, like, the government. I want to serve my people. So, like, if you're saying that, like, I'm not... So when I talk about how Galfus needs, like, we need to find a way... Like, Galfus needs to be overthrown or something like that. If I, if I say something like that, I'm not saying he needs to be replaced by me. But at least then I wouldn't have to hide from a wizard who wants to rip out my heart and eat it. You know? Yeah, that's pretty gross. My bigger concern is that there is a dark wizard who wants to rip out my heart and eat it. I Califrax was actually pretty great. There was this guy, Califrax. He overthrew Galfus. And for like a hundred years, <sighs> this guy ruled. And like, okay, let me tell you. Califrax, kind of a mess. But like... So, like, in the war, Califrax is a necromancer. He brought back all the guys who died for him and gave him jobs and gave him homes. And it was a little gross to look at, but they were there. Like, he roped off the Forbidden Lands and told people not to go there anymore. There's this whole area of the wilds called the Forbidden Lands, and there's, like, my the first bar I built... Um, I built a, the my the original quick smoke. The reason why I call my bar the like I mean it's it's named after it's a stupid joke about time, but I I actually set one up while I was still queen as a hobby in secret, and my original one is in the Forbidden Lands, and like the whole town it was in got swallowed up by this like monstrosity in like oh it was it was terrible. But anyways, so but people were just like wandering in there all the time. And, like, dying constantly. And, and Califrax said, no, these lands are forbidden. Don't go there. There's zombie chickens. That's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Don't go there. And, and like, all of these reforms. And then, and, and Galfus just, like, did this, like, long, weird play and, like, took over the, like, he, ah. Oh, like, Califrax, like, okay, so I will say an irritating thing that Califrax did is he ignited a third sun, and so there was hardly any night. It was pretty much endless daytime in the wilds. Either two suns were up or one sun was up. It was kind of a pain in the ass. But at least, like, people weren't oppressed. That's why their whole, like, thing is, like, save you from the oppression of the light. Like, all that bullshit. It's because of Califrax's... Califrax... Yeah. Califrax had weird ideas, but he was better than Galfus. But then Galfus took back over. It's just... It's... It's the... I just... This is what I want. What we have here? What we have here? I... I work. Like I'm playing yeah, I'm playing Queen. I put on a dress I put on I like wearing my dress. I like wearing this dress. This is a recreation of the dress I got married in. I love this dress. You got and married in it? In in the original, yeah. Ah, it's so pretty. Thank you. Yes, um Cor and I got married about thirty thousand years ago. Um it was political, but uh it's but over time, I've I've come to care for him deeply. Core is originally of the Autumn Court. Uh huh. It, it was a it was a political where. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. But we obviously don't we don't want to keep you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm I'm info dumping I'm, on you mm. and all of this. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on 
with the spaceship in the city. Right now, I'm just keeping everything running because what the hell else am I going to do? I've got to keep the power on and I've, for the for the for the camp. So, uh, what am I going to do? Send like my workers can't go home. I've told them they can take the rest of the day off, but like the people, like I mean, honestly, a good chunk of the people working here are are Fey, so. We don't really have it. A lot of us live here in the park. And so where else are we going to go? What else are we going to do? We're going to keep the place running because we're, we're ma we've got food production. We've got uh, infrastructure, bathrooms. This entire park is separate from the grid of the actual city. So if the city grid goes down, the park can stay running and open for a good five years. Sure. Sure, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're only here for the week, so... Yeah. I swear, if this planet blows up, I'm gonna be really pissed off. Wait, is, is there a chance that that's gonna happen? Well, I mean... It's a... The... the the drive that powered the Bellerophon was like it, it was like a 10 year mission to like a 10 year voyage to get here but it still went faster than light wait they they left the drive intact what are you gonna where are you gonna put it dismantle it use it for parts I mean most of it was but the energy core can't be removed that seems like a bad design so, so wait, there might be some, like, hyperdrive core that's just here, ready to explode at any given second? I hope not. I mean, oh, this they, 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 you, you can't take the drive out of the ship. That's why they just turned the ship into a museum. But now the ship's starting to blow up. Yeah, that's not great. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, especially because, like... Reports say that the museum was closed today, so hopefully there's nobody in it. Yeah, but, and hopefully, like, look, when the, the initial explosion happened, they would have evacuated the center of the town. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the reports I'm seeing uh, are listing injuries, but not fatalities. When the second explosion happened, they had, they had evacuated at least a two-block radius around the the actual museum that's protocol and there are shields that to prevent debris from going further i i think the the concern is is like if if there's like i don't know if like a chain reaction or something if if emergency protocols like look they they do drills every year and the emergency protocols say that um, they should have people in there shutting it down to keep it. But um, yeah, no, there's something about the planet blowing up if that if the, if it's not done correctly. Wow. Okay. Well, great. Thank you. Uh... Okay. This is. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Obi, I think we found the adventure. Yeah, call it an adventure. I'm just wondering what we can do about it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I tried to learn some science stuff, but I don't know if I know spaceships. Plus, I don't know if they're going to let us near it. I mean, look, right now... Things haven't gone as far. Like right now, the, the, the news reports we're getting is that the emergency crews are in the ship doing the job of shutting it down. Right? Like they're telling us that emergency crews are, are at work. And um, I can't. Didn't the ship explode twice already, though? 
Yeah, but the bottom half of it's still there. There was a little explosion at the top, and then like a big explosion in the middle. The bottom half of the ship where the actual star drive is still intact. Whatever happened, mm -hmm. like... Look, I, I remember... Okay, so we all had to do training when we took the voyage, right? We all had to do maintenance training. Let me think. Um, because there was always a chance you were going to be woken up to take an emergency shift. Because the ship always had like three people, I think, awake for like maintenance. Hmm. Um, and people took shifts because it was like a 10 year voyage, but we, we spent the time in right. like stasis. So, but like, you know, so like three people would take like a three month shift and then like it would go, but there were like 10,000 of us on the ship. So like I didn't take a shift, but I was trained in case of emergency. Like I was a backup of a backup of a backup. And, um, the upper levels were like command. Like, that's where, if you were awake, where, like, your living quarters were and, like, the actual, like, control of the ship. And then there were a couple of auxiliary control rooms located lower in the ship in case uh, something bad happened. Like, if the ship hit an asteroid and the uh, cockpit was damaged but the rest of the ship was intact, you could still steer the ship from one of the auxiliary control rooms, uh, A and B. Um, and then the actual reactor was way down at the bottom near the star drive right so the the actual reactor like so if you see where the explosions are and like so she like uh, her she pulls a, a device like a phone sized device out of a pocket in her dress and she goes so um and she like starts pulling up like okay here's and she like shows like a live feed of the of like the smoking ship from downtown so if you see like the the explosion, the second explosion happened about, like, a good 15 decks above where the reactor core is. The reactor core's down there at the bottom. The first explosion was up by, like, the old, where the bridge was. Which is also, like, the bridge-slash-observation deck for tourists. Up at the top. And then the second explosion was in the core and this was primarily a part of the ship that was just effectively where stasis pods were i don't know what could have been there to explode mm. like that that entire part of the ship was just decks and decks of stasis pods like they don't even like keep that open for tourists because there's literally nothing there to look at I mean, look, it's... I don't know. I think I think if I could get in there, I could probably find something. I don't know. We're only really in trouble if there is... Like, if something happens in the lower levels near the star drive. Right? It's only really a problem if something happens down there. Everything else is like, it's a problem for us in like a city of, like, there are fumes from the fire that, like, would be bad to inhale. You know, there, you know, it's, there's, there's literally a fire, you know, wreckage. So as long as the, the, the star drive portion of the ship remains intact, and you're hearing, like, this woman in a throne room dressed as a queen talking about the star drive of a spaceship. I just want to, this is the most Star Wars moment we've ever had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, as long as nothing happens down there, it's fine. Everybody roll me a d10. Oh, God. It's not fine. Three. Ten. As you guys are um, looking at the feed... The two, uh, the two of you who rolled a ten, like you see, uh, something is sparking at the base of the ship. Like there's this weird electrical flashing, in the like you can see it on the feed, at the base of the ship. Oh. I mean, okay. It kind of sucks that you guys are here because, like, if I die, I mean, it'll suck for me, but I'm fine. Fiona. Yeah. 
There's something happening at the base of the ship. She looks at the phone. Oh shit! And as you, as she looks at it, the base of the ship, like a blue ball, starts to form around it. It's like slowly expanding in fire, like a slow motion explosion around the base of the ship. Uh, come find me in a few minutes. And she just, as you watch the phone screen flashes, an explosion, this huge rippling explosion, you hear this roar coming and suddenly you are sitting in the truck driving towards a medieval fair. The truck is heading towards a marketplace. D, are you going to hit the brakes? Uh, oh crap, yes. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world. Uh, the Fae Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary Podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary.